Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today it feels a little different because we're recording on a different night because Lance had something come up and Doc wasn't supposed to be here and he's in Mexico. So we're sitting here with myself and Hard Body Hopper and Lance Peterson, the SMU heavyweight on Twitter. Uh, but, yeah. but hold on, before I, before I call Lance in, hold on one second, hold on. Hopper, you ready? Yeah, let's go. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah! And the red and the blue, where the Mustangs are messing you. Fight the victory. Fight for our battle. I will be fight, fight, fight. Yeah. All right, so uh, everybody actually listening right now, they probably can't hear it because I had to take it off so that I could upload this to YouTube. But Lance heard it. Lance, that's the SMU Mustangs fight song since I know you probably were going to come on and go, yeah, you know, I'm a Mustangs fan, and if it wasn't yeah. for the. Uh, for the uh, what they call that the um, the the uh, death penalty, we'd probably be uh, top ranked uh-huh. right now. <laughs> Fuck TCU. I mean, what's a horn frog anyway? You know. <laughs> all I'm saying is nobody else, nobody else was given the death penalty after all their bullshit. You know, they'll never give it to anybody else again. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, because they 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 fucking realize how bad it was. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it, it was it, death. It permanently kills you. There's no Absolutely. coming back from it. And I go out there freshman year as a trainer, and all we do is practice all of fall of 88. And the biggest, the biggest deal of the year is we actually went over to TCU to practice on their stadium in the fall of 88. That was the biggest deal of the year. And we still had um, you know, practices, Saturday morning, everything just like a normal season, just no games in the fall of 88. That was uh, – that was – sucked. <laughs> yeah. And Damn. then I – then I was around for the for sophomore year. I, we we started playing games and we won like two that year that were like winning winning the Super Bowl. But uh, you know, and all those guys were not on scholarship. You know, they hardly could have any scholarships. So anybody that was a star in their little hometown could come to SMU in the fall of '88 and try to make the team. So you know, it's all kinds of guys. Well, well, that, well that's oh, true because if you were somebody, you would just peace out and go play somewhere else. Yeah, so you know, they had like two holdovers from the the years when they were before the death penalty. Guys that had played, you know, been freshmen, and they had stayed over. But you know, it could be you be you know any kind of size of guy. But they you know they bring in Forrest Gregg to be you know have some credibility as a coach and everything. And you know those guys really respected him and stuff. But yeah, it was a couple of well, shit, it it's, it hadn't recovered in twenty years basically. June Jones helped it a lot, but anyway, I'm no expert on it. 
Well, well, you sound like you are, but but you know yeah. what? I got another bone to pick. You go to New Japan this past weekend, actually last was night, I July sixth. Oh yeah, you were there in the front freaking row. You and uh, one of your buddies, and I, I swear you were like, "I'm yeah, Mike. I'm gonna wear the uh, I'm gonna wear the uh, book in the territory T-shirt that you uh, provided me, and uh, I'll make sure to wear it, and I'll meet a couple of the listeners that are there, and." And uh, I tune in to Axis and Live New Japan, which was a good show, by the way. And uh, Lance is there in a in a uh, pro wrestling T shirt, but it didn't say "Booking the Territory" yet. So, so uh, care to explain? Well, I got a little. <laughs> I've said how much the the shirts hold up, but come on, man! I got a little paint on it. It doesn't look that good. It's paint. It might be barbecue sauce, but whatever it is, it's on the shirt. I've been wearing it. I wear it all the time. I'm doing work and stuff, goofing off painting and things I've been working on the house. But uh, I'll get it. I'll make it up to you in uh, September. I'm sure I'll get plenty of FaceTime on the next time I'm on a front row, and I'll make it up to you for sure. Okay. That's all I can say. I can't. I let you down last night, but that's okay. (laughs) I didn't know I'd get that much FaceTime. I really didn't. I thought we were going to be back behind a row of uh, commentators like they do in Japan. I thought we'd be way far back, and instead I was kind of in plain sight. Hopper, any thoughts? What building was it in? The AAC in the American Airlines Center. Oh shit! Well, there you go. Yeah, it was. Uh, get it a, was where? Did you get a program? Was... No, no program. You know, I didn't what see from it. That's funny as shit. That is funny. That's <laughs> I didn't catch on for a second, but that's funny as shit. But I don't think there was any programs. Oh. That's funny as shit. <laughs> Lance big is old, Mr. Program. Big old, big old teddy bear. Motherfucker. <laughs> Lance, is, Lance is Mr. Program, and, he, and Hopper's messing with him, and he didn't get a program. What the fuck? I didn't, well, I, I don't get much new stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't, <laughs> funny shit. Uh, All right. Yeah, no. Here I am. Was, uh... I'm here for y'all. Y'all drug me back in, man. I was trying to stay on the sidelines. My show and stuff. That's right, my show over there on the WCCW. But I'm here. Y'all the, brought the me world, in. The World Class Show is, is rolling, man. I mean, we're in 1984, and it, there's a lot of different stuff going on. We got past Kerry with you know winning the NWA title, and now we're getting settled into some other things. And it's about to be, you know, I mean, uh, I don't want to spoil things, but Killer Khan's gonna have a new allegiance shortly in that show. So. We got some different stuff going on over in World Class that uh, we'll talk about later on uh, this week. Actually, you and I are recording the next World Class show. Which, by the way, uh, if you want access to those shows, it's tinyurl.com/slash/patreonbtt. Get the World Class shows. Get tons of other shows. Lance and I actually have to do another episode where we review uh, King of the Ring 1996. That's going to be on the five dollar tier. But the tier starts at two, where you can get the World Class show. Again, it's tinyurl.com/slash/patreonbtt. Speaking of patron members, I do want to say shout out to disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie and Kyle Riley and Mike Childry for their generous patronage each and every uh, week. Uh, I'm sorry, each and every month. And then a special show came out this past Tuesday with uh, Disrespectfully Classy Marky Blassie where he and I, uh, we reviewed Halloween Havoc 1993. So hopefully you enjoyed that. Uh, That was a heck of a different show. That was from New Orleans. Hubbard, that's the one where I sent you the clip of Rick Rude cutting a promo on the fans of New Orleans? Yeah, that was the one at UNO. You weren't at that one, though, you said no. Nah, okay. man, by 93, I was, you know, Chasing listening to ass. Metallica, trying to get laid, yeah. I got you. Trying to get laid. Were you getting laid? Yeah. I was, well, you know, I was kind of like the Italian style, and every now and then, I'll get a victory. 
you know? <laughs> they would have mercy have mercy on you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Lance by Lance by ninety three. Were you uh I was getting late by ninety three, yeah. You see? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for a one line. Pretty proud of I'm that. Harper, <laughs> you got anything for that one? Well, I find it hard to believe. It wasn't it wasn't <laughs> consistent. No, it was not consistent. <laughs> it was just uh, you know, the Every ones that have then. have mercy, you know. Oh. They They're like, would, oh, you, you mean Lance like that like wrestling guy? Oh man. Oh. I was, oh, man. <laughs> that was that was not in my uh rap. I'm trying to get laid. <laughs> hey, I was baby. smart enough to know that. <laughs> you, oh, you like geez. you like programs? <laughs> wow. You like the Von Eriks? Oh, uh, maybe I should maybe I, I should have drug a line through the sportatorium. Their cousin Lance. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh God. God. Uh, also, when we're talking about patrons, shout out to new BTT Hall of Fame patron Bob Richards. Thanks for signing up on Patreon. Enjoy all those Patreon shows. Two hundred plus up right now to enjoy and dive into. Just uh, so enjoy it. Thanks, Bob, for signing up. Though, um, hey, I'm trying to think. I, I don't. I, I don't think. Lance has any docaholic spotlights because he's not Doc Harper. You got anything before we dive into this week's episode? I don't know. No. All right. Lance, you? Should I? No, you shouldn't. No. But I figured, no. I, I figured I'd ask. Lance, you don't? I don't know. Uh, Daniel met us over there at the House of Blues with some of my buddies and that stuff yesterday. Daniel Renteria. I think that's how Is he that... says it. Actually, it's kind of hard to say. He says it totally different than what it looks like on the paper. But good guy. Came over to the House of Blues, hung out for a little while. Is he the Before only one you, you, uh, you saw at the show? Well, I know some guys on another podcast that listen here and there well, and well, put us, well, uh, put well, us yeah, over. We, we, so. we, we, oh, we can leave them out of this, right, Harper? No, I'm right. just joking. I, mean, that's not, I don't know when you want to mention other people or not, but uh, <laughs> just, as far as the listeners, you know, I didn't I didn't put a huge thing out there. I kind of did it on, on one of those. I never know if I comment on a, somebody's post if the whole world sees it or just people that look at that one post and go down. I don't know. Facebook. I'm on only Facebook? on there because of y'all. Uh, I mean, it depends. Facebook's weird. Um, if you put it on Twitter, I, social media in general is weird. So I, I get where you're coming from, but uh, we're no, sure it's cool. We're sure the Ether Bunny isn't Doc. I don't think the Ether Bunny's Doc. I've got the Ether Bunny tracked down to like three different people, but I'm just not sure who that possibly is. I, I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know you mentioned that I might be here this week. So he was the first one to say something about me being here, and I was like, uh. How does he know that? But you said something about Doc on vacation last week, so I figured it out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the last show, Doc had mentioned that you he wasn't going to be here and you would be here. I think that I don't remember if that was his exact words, but, yeah, he mentioned it. Didn't he, Harper? Didn't he say it? He said, I'm not going to be here. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, so, he did. When he so said he was, he was going to Mexico. That's right. Yeah, he said it because he, we he was talking about getting shit-faced drunk and yeah. – and he was like, "Yeah, they they have a uh, they have a babysitter thing." And, and <laughs> Hopper goes, "Oh yeah, so you're just gonna let Felipe and Rosa babysit your kids in Mexico?" <laughs> yeah, where you, where you go get drunk? Yeah. So yeah, no, nah, the Ether Bunny probably heard that on the Thursday show when he announced it. Um, now you are on to something. If he announced that before Thursday, then that's Doc. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'll check that. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So anyway, all right. Let's jump into this week's episode of Saturday Night 
because we are talking Saturday night on TBS from March the 12th, 1988. We've got some things coming up. we got the first clash of champions coming up in two weeks and one day from this episode airing. And uh, it's it was a really, really good clash. But at the top of this show, uh, they plug the Fantastics who are coming into the territory. I keep saying territory, but into the promotion, I really should say, since the territories are really... Uh, getting to the point where they're non-existent. But uh, Tony Schiavone is then in studio with Jim Crockett at the podium. Crockett tells us at the Clash uh, that there will be limited commercial interruptions. And Crockett also mentions that there will be a third annual Crockett Cup that is coming as well. So uh, you got the Clash first on the 27th. And then you got the 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 Crockett Cup. It's early April. or Not, not early April. I think it's like April 22nd and 23rd, I believe it is. So anyway... That is uh that's what's going on in the in the promotion at this time. Lance, you got anything from the open or can I keep going? Yeah, and they immediately are saying Shane Douglas hasn't showed up yet. Yeah. They were saying that before this, before Luger comes out. Yeah, he's a coward. He doesn't show up. That's what Douglas does, right, Hopper? Yeah. yeah so <laughs> Especially now that he's a baby face. Yeah. Just saying. I'm just putting it out there, you know. All right. So we keep going, and then uh, Crockett and JR bring in Lex Luger for an interview, and Lex vows to get back at the Varsity Club. He then turns his attention to Arn and Tully and the NWA World Tag Team titles. I really don't have much from this. It wasn't It wasn't that it was bad. It was just a, kind of a meat and potatoes promo. Hopper, did you have anything from Luger right here? He didn't start sweating. Um, Good point. He's not directly under those lights either, right? Yeah, Maybe I mean, I that's the one thing I... That's the thing I look for now. I just, <laughs> is he sweating? Serious he's, business. He got the shirt off, you know, at the beginning of the interview, though. Yeah. He's pretty bone dry, I will say, Hopper, especially ever since the first time you brought it to Doc's and I attention where, and I put it on the YouTube channel. I put a side-by-side of when he started the interview <laughs> versus, versus when he finished it. And I got to say, Hopper was right on the money. It literally looked like, he got hit with a fire hose or just got out of a swimming pool when he was done with that promo. And right here, he stays pretty dry for the most part. So that's all I had to, um, Lance, yeah. do you have anything from, Oh, go ahead. Hopper. Well, it's just, just, just a little meat and potatoes promo. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was, it, I mean, look, he talked about them going for the world tag team titles, which is going to happen at the clash. So, I mean, they're building up towards it. And, uh, you know, I got to say, there's nothing, nothing, nothing bad about this. Uh, Lance, what you got? Nah, he's just, you know, happy fan person now, you know, bitching at Arn. Arn's walked past the people not signing autographs, but they're the people that pay the money. He's, you know, he's a good guy now, so it's a total change. It's kind of funny. He's just yeah. been, you know, all these years of being a dick, and now he's cool, <laughs> supposedly. Pretty pretty much, pretty much. So, yeah, that's all I had. So after that, they go to Sting, who defeats John Savage. It was actually a replay. Lance, I don't remember. Was that a replay from last week? I'm really not sure now that I think about it. But um, Lance, it looks like any- it was done a few days ago. It looks like it was from the Louisville Convention Center. And he did a couple of those right in there that I don't have uh, opponents for, but he was just beating everybody with the Scorpion, just getting that over uh, leading up to the clash. Yeah, pretty much because they're building him up to go up against Flair. Harper, did you have anything from Sting? No. No. Let's go to J.J. Dillon and Ric Flair, who are out here to cut a promo. Here it is. Here he is, the world heavyweight champion, Ric Flair, the leader of the horsemen. What you have right here is a picture, and put that camera on it. You've got the total 
picture of success. The greatest mind in our sport and the greatest wrestler in our sport. We're talking about, woo, James J. Dillon and the nature boy himself, who tonight is reeking of sex appeal. <laughs> and girls, I know you got to agree. Sting, you, my friend, are the focal point of my entire life right now. Because as the world knows, woo, on March 27th, you, my friend, have got to sit in that locker room. You got to paint that face. You gotta oil up that buddy. You gotta look at Road Warrior Hawk. You gotta look at Luger. You've gotta look at Wyndham. You've gotta look at Dusty Rhodes. You've gotta wipe that sweat out of the palm of your hands. And you've gotta ask yourself the biggest question of your entire life. Are you man enough to do what you've told the entire universe you could do? And that's beat me. You, buddy, woo, have got to walk that aisle, brother, and it's a long walk. You've got to feel those butterflies tearing you up, and you've got to get in the ring, and you've got to jump on the world's heavyweight wrestling champion. Number one, the man that has beaten them all at one time or another. Anybody that's something in this sport has been in the ring with me, and I'm still a world champion. So, Sting, you see, Ted Turner and Jim Crockett have put together the greatest wrestling extravaganza of all time. Big numbers involved. Personally, it's a big payday for the Nature Boy. So pal, look at it like this. We're gonna be in Los Angeles. We're gonna be in Reno, Las Vegas, San Francisco. We're gonna be in Norfolk, Virginia. We're gonna be around the world. But pal, what you gotta think about between now and the 27th is every time you walk in that ring and open your mouth, every time you called my name, every time you told every little girl in a training bra that if you got me in the ring, you take my title. Now, buddy, woo, you gotta put up or you gotta shut up. And you know what? I'm putting my money, and pal, there's a lot of it, on Ric Flair. You know why? Because when you get through talking to those 15-year-olds, ask a few of those 21-year-olds what my greatest feature is. That is, I'm a 60-minute man, baby. <laughs> and in Greensboro, if it's a long 60 or a short 10, buddy, remember, ask Luger. It takes, whoa, a lot more than that to get a, whoo. He's so fucking hilarious. Oh, Jesus. Hey, real quick, I will, I'll forget to do this. I, I got to get y'all opinions, obviously, about that promo. But uh, Amazon Prime Day is July 15th and 16th. And I say that because I know a lot of our listeners use Prime um, or use Amazon. So 
if you don't normally use our link, use it. It's tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. But anyway, July 15th and 16th is Prime Day on Amazon. So uh, great chance to get a bunch of deals. And um, look, if you're not a Prime member, uh, also you can sign up and that helps us as well. So if you do the, I, I think you can do the free trial on Amazon Prime uh, and cancel and uh, it still helps us. So there you go. Tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. Great way to support this show without spending anything extra. If you're already spending money on Amazon. Now, uh, with that said, thank you for supporting us on Amazon. Uh, I got to get to Harper about Ric Flair right there because that was great. Yeah, that was great, man. That's that was Rick at his fucking best. He's a 60 minute man, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Poor loser. Not, not he, only that, uh, we'll keep going, Harper. He can't fleece the women like 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 uh, Rick can. Yeah, he, he. What made me laugh was when he flexed. He was like, you know, Luger's all this, and he goes, "I'm all this." Woo, you know, just a <laughs> little nuance with that. It's again not even what he said as much as what he was doing, but that was fabulous. Uh, what you got? Anything else, Harper? It's just great. I wonder I, when I see these promos. I wonder if if they just didn't give him a time limit, how long he could go. Well, if you think about a lot of time, he he would always remember he would he would tell a cameraman sometime or tell a, the producer sometime, don't yeah. wrap me up. I, yeah, I just I think he had a set time. But if he was rolling and wasn't finished, he would just blow past it and didn't yeah. even care. I mean, he's Ric Flair. I mean, he, if anybody's got more clout, it, the, the only person with more clout probably is Dusty at that point as far as when it comes to promos. So he yeah. didn't care, you know. He knew to try to get it in in, in two, three, four minutes time, but there, we've seen times where it goes past that. Yeah. Yeah, he's got his bullet points he can always go back to, you know, women and money besides getting whatever specific op- opponent and all that over and stuff. But I, I thought that that would be the best interview on the show, you know, that early on. I, I thought, yeah. You know, this is going to be the best thing on the show. I think something else tops it this week oh, yeah. to me. But uh, I, I did. I thought it was. And, you know, he's talking about 60 minutes of that whole time. And, you know, he's going to be Sting. It's going to be a clash. And it's not going to be 60. It's going to be a fake 45. But y'all can talk about that in a few weeks. But, he, you know, pushing 60, it makes me think that they were originally going to go with a 60-minute draw at the clash and something happened. Yeah, I guess they ran, well, out, ran out of time. But yeah, that's for y'all in a few weeks. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the the clash in a few weeks. What the what they do with the time limit? They they say it's forty five due to TV constraints. They do say that during the clash. They actually Tony Schiavone says those exact words. We know the title. He says something like, "We know a NWA World Title match is normally an hour, but uh, due to TV time constraints." Uh, with the clash, we're gonna it's gonna be forty five minutes. So they do say that. Uh, we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks because uh, the clash is actually it's to me the first clash was was excellent on on a lot of levels. But real quick, one other thing I got is he tells Sting you got to look in the mirror at yourself and ask yourself if you can really do this, and that's getting the ring with the world heavyweight champ, which I thought that was fabulous. And then he breaks kayfabe and he says something like, "It's a great payday for me." The way he just the way he uttered <laughs> yeah. that, I kind of laughed. You know, I got to give Rick credit on something. We don't talk about this enough. We know we always know he talks about the women and being a 60-minute man, but he creatively finds a way every single week to say it differently in my opinion. It's like uh, he yeah. just finds a way to twist it into the promo and to make it hilarious and funny all in one and effective. So, uh Harper, anything else? No. It was it was just great. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
All right, we'll keep going. Lance, I'll assume you don't have anything. No. We got the Road Warriors. They <laughs> assault and defeat Gary Phelps and Keith Steinborn. Hopper, anything? Dude, that fucking clothesline at the end. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> it was a rough day for the jobbers, man. They yeah. And, and what Rick does, uh, Rick Steiner, the fuck? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Remind me when we get to that. Now, that doesn't yeah. look as bad in slow motion, but you're right. He 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 got him right around the neck. Mm-hmm. They give Ross yeah. the uh, you know bullet point he he does throughout the show saying they maybe they shouldn't even reschedule a match you know for these teams to face each other Road Warriors and Powers of Pain and all that building up how dangerous it could be. <laughs> Which is true. You got two big powerhouses, and he's he he was selling it. Let's um, let's go to the war. Oh, go ahead, Lance. You're about to say something. No, I was going to say. Do you think uh, Vince McMahon would let him do that interview in that mask in today's world? You know, they would have opened up the mouthpiece. So because he's already got a. A deep voice and with it you know it's muffled i just don't think that he would let it go in this day and age with that you know the mouth covered also in this interview oh because you could yeah because it's muffled a little yeah yeah well let's listen to it now um this is hawk and animal right after they defeat uh phelps and steinborn here it is they're ready for the cup and you're ready for that six man better cook it about two short months ago back in Greensboro, north carolina we had a fair and even bench press contest. And in the process, I don't have to tell you people all over this country what happened. We were cheated. We got jumped from behind. And we got laid out. And that's something that has never had happened to the Legion of Doom. Now, while I had to sit home for those two months and watch the TV with my butt Legion, watch my partner and my manager wrestle by himself. I had two strong months to develop that hurt and pain and that hurt. And now on Greensboro 27th, yeah. you're going to feel that hurt along with my partner oh, yeah. and my manager on Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you're going to hurt all over. Tell him, Hawk. If I were the Bumbarian or the Waffle Lord, I'd climb to the top of the Peach Street Plaza and take the easy way out. The easy way out is jumping, boys, because you're getting in a cap-killing barbed wire match with us. And when we had that barbed wire right across your stinking goozles, and you're chortling and hawking and coughing and choking and we're smiling, then will be the time that we're just getting close to the start of getting even. You see, it takes us Years to get even. Years. Oh, David, I can't help but think that Paul Jones. Um, I don't know if I have to hear Ellering. Um, man, I thought Hawk was. Yeah. Bumbarian and the Waffle Lord. What do you have, Lance? Man, they're smooth as silk, aren't they? I mean, it's always great. And so they're building up, you know. Leading up to the clash, they're doing all these six-man lumberjacks, and they're doing street fights, leading up to six-man barbed wire at the clash. And I can tell you right now, I've never seen that six-man that six man at all. I'm going to have to go watch it after all this today because I remember seeing the end of Sting and uh, Flair, but I, I guess I was watching uh, the WrestleMania that night. I'm sure I was um, because I only saw the end of that uh, title match. It's like I forgot the clash was on, basically. Because oh, no. it's the same night as uh, WrestleMania, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see the Clash live, this one. 
I don't at least I don't remember seeing it live. I feel like I saw it after the fact. Um which was perfectly normal back then. <laughs> right. That, that sounds weird to people now. You're like, oh, I didn't see it live, but um, I mean, I didn't just have... seems like if I had seen it, I would real, I would remember what the ring looked like because it was barbed wire on the ropes and everything is what they're hey, saying. But I can't barbed remember barbed wire, but not like you're thinking. Okay, it might be. Yeah, like I know Steve Austin and Chris Adams had one that was, uh, you know, not really. It certainly wasn't ECW style, of course. Right, it wasn't. Right, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, the regular ropes were up for it, and then they basically didn't wrap each individual rope. They they went up and down on the three ropes and wrapped barbed wire that way. If that makes okay. sense. Okay. Okay. It, it it's it's loose. It's a barbed wire match because I mean they still had barbed wire, but it's a loose. Use the word right. term loosely. I guess is what I'm looking for. Hopper, mm-hmm. um. What'd you have from Hawk right there in Animal? It it takes him years to get even. So, I mean, this doesn't mean it's over with. They might still come back and fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be on the World Warriors bad side. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Anything else, Hopper? Nah, we can move on to the Joff Tones. Look at them. <laughs> The Jive Tones are out there. They defeat Rocky King and Gene Ligon. The people, like, I, I just want to say one thing. The people are still chanting "Ball headed geek at Damn. Pez, a.k.a. Shaska. Now, let me remind you, for people who have been listening, even if you're a new listener, if you haven't been listening since 86, this is nearly two years ago at this point that <laughs> Pez had his head shaved and they are still chanting "ball headed <laughs> geek" at him. I mean, we're almost two years removed from when that happened at the Great American Bash in '86, so or or summer of '86, and they're still chanting. So anyway, I just wanted to point that out. Uh, you know, stuff was over back then; it lasted for a long time. Uh, Lance, any thoughts on the job tones, Rocky King and Gene Ligon? Gene Ligon, Thunderfoot too. Can we all agree on that? I forgot. What did we agree on last time with that? That was the other guys. This is Thunderfoot 2. I think uh, we were talking about... Well, Thunderfoot uh, 1 is Joel Deaton. At least I yeah, remember him. Yeah, yeah, right. Joel and Deaton. then, it, then okay. it was the other guy that became... After he left later on, he came back. Okay, now blah, you're about blah, to confuse blah. me again. I know, I know. So, uh, what I was going to say... Next you're going to tell me that, that, that JCP didn't own Florida, Lance. <laughs> you don't want to bring that up with me. <laughs> So, you know, this is Mar- March 12th is when they're showing this. Uh, they were actually in North Fork, Virginia that night in real life. And that's uh, the Fantastics do make their due. Uh, they make their debut that night versus the uh, Midnights and stuff. So, you know, the Fantastics, they're just push pumping up. You know, they show that screen graphic a couple of times and everything. They, they basically just walked out of world class in February, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago. They had their uh, last match in world class. They always were treated like uh, redheaded stepchildren in world class. It's too bad because they're uh, way over and they could have used them in that Texas Stadium 88. But uh, they they walk right in and start this feud, which the uh, feud between the Midnights and uh, uh, Fantastics is the uh, Wrestling Observer 88 feud of the year. In fact, so that's all I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good few. We're about to get into it. Um, I will say this, and I'll I'll save it because I don't want to uh, spoil it for uh, when we get there. But uh, I mean, I know everybody knows what happens. But w- w- 
like the Fantastics, they, in my opinion, they come in strong into JCP and we're going to see that. It's just my opinion. So we'll get there, though. I mean, we're, we're not far away from that at all right now as far as the timeline goes. All right. Uh, Lance, any other thoughts on the job tones right here? Yeah, during that match, they announced that during the clash, they're going to announce the top 10 seeds for the Crockett Cup. And then over the next few weeks, the next 14 teams will be in there. And that some underdog team could come, a, you know, could make a run for it at the end and, you know, show that they're worthy of it. But whatever. And also, um, you know, um, there's a unique, they do a pretty unique job on this. I think it's pretty cool. They say that if there's going to be a draw in the Crockett Cup, that both teams are eliminated. So uh, Jim Ross says, you know, everyone must be offensive-minded, which is exactly what everybody on the BTT Facebook board is every weekend. Very offensive-minded. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's classic. Anyway. Hey, I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I'm liking those boob picks. I'm, I'm there. Yeah, boob picks. <laughs> boob picks. Just say tit picks. No, no. Boob. Say it. Boob. I want to hear you say tit. Just say it. Tit? Just well, say I it. Usually I like two tits. Oh, whoa. I, I prefer two. I'm telling two Jesus. Hey, man. Hey, man. He, he was a, he's he can't a fan. can't talk like that. He's a fan. <laughs> Hopper is a good Catholic white boy from Metairie. As he That's always. right. Don't you forget it. Oh, I'm one of the good ones. <laughs> what the fuck? Hopper, did you, did you like that uh, clip I played from... Uh, the King of Queens with Arthur Spooner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk that about that later. That was a good show. That was a good show. There's people on our in our group that don't like it in the Facebook group, and I'm like, they were talking about it one day. I'm like, you didn't like that, man. That that show was hilarious, man. It was it was it was it was fantastic. Arthur Spooner, Jerry Stiller is is comical. He was great in that show. But we will keep moving because uh, the Jive Tones do defeat. Uh, Gene Ligon, and who else was it? Oh, Rocky King. There we go. Yeah. All right. So let's go forward now. Uh, let me see if I can get to it. I need to get to Dusty Rhodes is going to come out, and he is about to cut a promo. Come on, Pez. Hurry up. Pin him. Pin him. Pin him. All right. Dusty's out here. He has got a Cotton Bowl a Texas A&M hat on. Lance's fucking bandwagon. Bandwagon shit right there. I mean, he's that, from Austin. I mean, he should have a you know Longhorn hat on. I was thinking the same on. thing. <laughs> I mean, for him to have A and M on it just throws me so far. I got yeah. to understand it. And um, because A and M's like their he, own little cult, you know, and that's how they are and stuff. I mean, I don't care SMU. We don't care. We're not worried about all that. But if you went to Texas or from Austin, then you know A and M's the enemy. Yeah. Well, and he he was a Texas fan because I mean I've heard stories of uh, him and like Jim Ross going to the uh, Texas OU games together. So sure, like, uh, not Jim Ross. He would go with Bill Watts. Um, Watts was Oklahoma fan, and Dusty was a Texas fan. So yeah, I, you know. But Dusty's done that. I mean, he you know he he wears hats, and who knows who got a kick out of him wearing a, a you know A and M hat right here. Eh, what it is, what it is. But let's listen to what he's got to say. Here it is. The American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Well, David, you know everything's happening right now. The month of March, April, the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup. Nikita Koloff, myself, plan on one thing. Taking back another million dollars because that is the most prestigious tag team cup tournament in the history of wrestling. Now, TBS, Mr. Ted Turner, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, live and in color with his brothers of the road, the mighty road ones, Bob Wise, surrounding the ring. 
The powers of pain, Ivan Koloff, Paul Jones, Dusty Rose, the American Dream, and Roadwise, gonna come and beat your bottom, gonna kick you in the head, gonna dance on your noggin, gonna get fucking like a monkey on the 27th of March, baby. Four o'clock. Get ready for four o'clock. It's gonna be fucking like I say. Now then, I got to say a little bit, David Crockett, about Baby Dog coming out of here with an envelope, and I'm tired every week of saying what's in the envelope. Well, let me tell you, the envelope right now is in the hands of my attorneys because there was some evil. Uh oh. How there was some evil things in that envelope. Now, I will say there was a picture of me. I don't deny that. But I'm getting, I'm getting to the bottom of what else was in that photo. Because obviously, I don't do that kind of thing. So, baby doll, let me tell you what, baby. The bottom line is you can't come out of here and talk your man into having a bunch of guts. You can't talk him into winning United States Heavyweight title. He's got to come out one-on-one -on -one in the ring with this old boy from Austin, Texas and kick my booty. And if he can't kick my booty, then you need to shut up or you need to leave him. You need to come over here with a real man. And let's stop talking about it. So Mr. Turner told me, he said, Dusty Rose on the 27th, I want you shiny and mean. And I want them road warriors as mean as they can be. I say they don't have to be mean. They are angry, angry men right now. So on the 27th, 4 o'clock, it's going to be time for the best in professional wrestling, the NWA, all over this country. And then me and Nikita coming to get our money in the Jim Crockett Seymour Memorial Cup. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back with the Midnight Express right after this. Let's get back to that envelope talk. Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> what are you trying um, to say? I mean, I don't do those type of things. <laughs> Was he a yeah, that's, jailhouse, that's jailhouse scene or something? <laughs> that, that's that's why he got um that that's why he got his attorney to to squash it, and then we never see what's in the envelope. If so. The envelope is about to be completely squashed. Anyway, uh. Yeah, let's get back to the envelope talk. I thought it was funny though. You know, he's talking about he's talking about uh, you know, squashing the envelope. Then he turns his attention to basically telling Baby Doll to come back and take another ride on the dusty monorail line. But I, I don't know. What did you have from this, uh, Lance? I don't. I don't know. You know. So that was the end of the envelope talk. I've been building up and stuff, talking about it each week, and then he makes it sound like there was something risque. There was something in there. You know. They, you know. We didn't just fuck over you the last you know month or two of this, but you know now it's over. So let's go on to the next subject. You know. That, that's the way I felt. You know. Just gotta. You know. They couldn't figure out something to do with the envelope, right? I, man, I know it's been talked at at nauseum about what. Was supposed. I've heard Cornette tell a story. Of what I mean, we all know what was in the envelope. That's the thing. They never show it, but we all know what was in it, and what was in it was supposedly gonna crush him. I'm like, but what I don't know is, um, and I, I've heard I've heard the story told before, but is is that why they pivot to what ends up happening? Which I don't want to give it away. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I don't know if Harper seen it, but I I, I know what's coming. And I'm like, well, did they squash the envelope angle because they were going to do that angle? And I don't know. I mean, it's every it's I don't know. It, we all know what was in the envelope. Harper, what was in the envelope, even though you never see it? I don't. Is it supposed to be him doing homo shit? 
<laughs> that's what they made it sound like right there. I mean, originally, yeah. Made, no. yeah, you know, I mean, that's what it He's sounded like. He's supposed to be right gay. There. What that's else where did, Gold no. Dust got it from. That's not what's in the envelope. <laughs> I took what was in the envelope was him banging, you know, yeah, right. broad and that broad. And... Because he said what he saw was evil. And back then, being gay was evil. Okay, I gotta say on. that is the way it sounds. I right, mean, I gotta agree with him. It, no. it does sound like I don't deal with saying that. I mean, unless he was tossing salad of. Oh, hey. <laughs> That's nice, Lance. I mean, come on. I mean, can you? I mean, I mean nowadays today. these people they they won't eat uh, gluten, but they'll eat fucking ass. Man, what are the kids today doing? I can't, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, they are. <laughs> so, hold on, freaking hold on. world. No, I don't take it as they was like homosexual stuff in that's the first thing part because he said there was evil evil things and he says no. i don't do stuff like that no so what i think was well, think back to flair talking about uh that was dusty robe's kayfabe girlfriend maybe they were just trying to insinuate that he was uh, out with, there you know banging Blackboard with his yeah. nail carter not stop not only that <laughs> you and the nail carter thing um, no, not only that, but <laughs> give me a break. Oh, yeah, I <laughs> so deserve it. <laughs> Sing I, it like the, I like to look up the youngest sister every few years on see what she looks like on Twitter. But anyway. you know who Lance probably jerked off to? Who? Probably, uh, probably Flo from Alice. <laughs> with the, Kiss my grits. I saw her in person one time. You see? <laughs> <laughs> hey, she had a hot likability, right? Come she on, she did. But you know she did. Yeah, like, like she's God. ready to go down on every trucker and stuff. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so, I saw her and uh, Edith from All in the Family and and uh, Vic Tabak, not Vic Tabak, but uh, Fish, Abe Dagoda, do uh, a play here in Dallas years ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, I was oh. like, man, look here, I'm I'm covering the classic uh, classic TV by going to that. Great. Did they not make her look like a straight hoe? The the flow from Alice. Yeah, I've always I mean, thought she was like that. I mean, even as geez. a child, playing with fucking Hot Wheels. Holy I mean, I could, shit! Dude, she would have been perfect in fucking Urban Cowboy at fucking Gillies, trying <laughs> to fuck one of those cowboy guys. <laughs> Jesus! They gave her oh, own okay. show for. They gave her own show that lasted like you know twelve episodes or so. Yeah, they didn't make it at all, mm-hmm. and everything. They, uh, yeah, man, that's so. Lauren- and she did tons of shit after that. I mean, she's still alive, but she did tons of stuff, and you don't recognize her at all because she was wearing a wig during Alice and stuff. Yeah, she was in Gremlins, the first one. What? Okay. I bet you didn't know that she was the old no. lady. She was the old lady. That ended up uh, had the electronic staircase. And, oh, and, no. Yep, that was her. No fucking way, bro. Yeah, that was her. You're going to look it up. Harper's going to yeah. go look. I'm telling you, she was in that. Damn. Yep. I could swear that was her. I remember. I, I feel yeah, like yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, it is. I believe it. it yeah, Polly Holiday. Yeah. You looked it up? No, I know it's her name, Polly Holiday, but I'll look it up. What is it? Uh, Gremlins? I never saw the first one. It was or, the first the one. Fuck? It, I'm older, you know, I'm old man. So? I, I didn't see that, and I didn't see uh, uh, the right stuff, and I didn't see, what's the Tom Cruise and the, you know, I didn't see Top Gun for many years. But Jeez, everything else, I, right. I saw tons of other shit. I just didn't Hopper, see some of them. You usually get on me, but get him. Yeah, fuck? I know, I know. I didn't see Gremlins. My wife's always been on me about doing? that one. 
was it 16? I think I had my license. It's probably 16 when it came out. Oh no, 84 because it was like like uh, Cindy Lauper time and stuff. So, all right, Gremlins. She was okay. in Private Benjamin. You remember that show? Yes. The, the TV show. Yeah. That that Polly Holiday was on on that. Yeah. No. Polly yeah. Holiday wasn't on. As Ellen Bernstein was the was the uh, drill instructor with, uh, and the girl was um, Lorna Pat- Lorna Patterson. Man, she was hot. That was on the TV show version, but it wasn't Polly Holiday. I want. It was sorry. a temporary replacement for that broad because she was in a car wreck. Now, man, that's top notch right there, Harper. That yeah. is top notch. You're exactly right. I don't even have to look that up. Wow, that's good stuff. You see? Yeah, but I'm going to test you in a few minutes on something different on classic TV. But that right there, remembering that, that Ellen Burstein or whatever her name was had that wreck. Yeah, exactly right. She was never the same. She looked horrible after that. That's like, nice. Ah, she did. She is rough, man. That really that was one of those wrecks that just ages you and stuff. Man, but that I'm chicken lost. Made private Benjamin was hot. Um was so hot. back 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 to the envelope, y'all. <laughs> I don't know, that Lorna Patterson was hot. It was it was <laughs> dusty with a with a black woman, and that was nineteen eighty eight in the South, so that was still taboo. And that's Is that why really what it was, it was supposed to be? I bet you. I feel I, in my mind that's what I've convinced myself, and that's why he was like it was pure evil. I mean, but I I don't because I Harper I can't see them trying to insinuate. I can't I can't see him writing an angle for himself insinuating that what was in that envelope was was him being gay. Yeah, I, I, yours makes more sense, Mike. I just didn't There's think about it. There's no way he would have wrote that for himself. Because, like you said, this is 1988. I mean, if you think people fight now over this, go back 31 years ago. Yeah. I was just I an mean, innocent kid. I just thought I thought the guy, people on Happy Days were just going to Inspiration Point to make out. So, man, I didn't know anything about that. <laughs> I'm innocent. That makes sense, man. You you make a lot of sense, Mike. Speaking of people who are not innocent, up next, the Midnight Express defeat Curtis Thompson and Trent Knight. And let's listen to, I put this on Twitter and on the Facebook page. Let's listen to Jim Cornette during commentary of this match. Drink coffee. As a matter of fact, mother told me to stay away from coffee because it's bad for your complexion, too. Let's talk about this Shane Douglas and Ricky Santana. They're an upcoming team. Heard they were going to be at the Crockett Cup. Well, Ricky Santana, hey, let me just say this. I have nothing against Mexican people, even if they did attack our brave forefathers at the Alamo. You want to know why only 5,000 Mexicans attacked the Alamo? Sure, I want to know. They only had one pickup truck. But Shane Douglas and Ricky Santana, they're nothing, man. And the Lightning Express, Brad Armstrong and Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Cornette is a... Cornette, he's a heel. (laughs) Damn, that was still... Holy That's awesome. Shit. That was great. I don't have a... <laughs> he, he started it off like every racist starts off things in America. And, look, I don't have a problem with Mexican people. You want to know why they only have 5,000 Mexicans attack the Alamodo? They only have one pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> God, Corny. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Lance, any thoughts on Cornette on commentary right there? Well, no, it, it is my MVP of the, the show. 
he is. You know, it's just fantastic. I mean, that's all we can say. It just goes on and on. He can pivot from whatever thing they say. You know, they start busting on what he was wearing. He was ready for it. You know, smooth as silk. That's the thing. He's just so smooth. You know, they're really pushing the, that they've been champs 10 months so far. And he mentions the Fantastics that they've, you know, they've, they've fought before and stuff. Um, and again, after the match, just pushing the belts more and more. Yeah, he 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 was rolling after the. I mean, he was rolling during commentary. He goes he on and talking. on. This is where they stretched it, is what I feel. They said, you know, keep on rolling. Yeah, uh, Harper, do you have anything else from Corny right here? It's fucking great. The fucking, I mean, oh, and he kind of caught himself when he says when they're beating the meat. You hear him kind of chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. You know how hard it is to keep straight yeah. face during all this stuff? <laughs> I mean, even he popped himself on that. Yeah. I mean, come uh-huh. on. Um, did you have anything? That's the thing. So he talks for like six minutes during this match. I mean, he doesn't shut up. He he, he does not be quiet the whole time. He, he just keeps on. And then after the match, he talks for another four minutes straight. About and he's just building up the the Crockett Cup Clash of the Champions and all that. I don't have anything specific from it, but yeah. Anything else, Hopper? Because this is he's just he's just a runaway train. He's just great as usual. Yeah, and there's the you know there's the boys in the back just kind of sitting there waiting for Dad to to, wrap to stop up. talking. Yeah, it's like when you were a kid and your dad would start talking to the neighbor about some shit and you just kind of standing behind them with a stick in your hand or something. <laughs> Kind of waiting to go inside, like throwing the rocks, and <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah, I was I was more like Rick Steiner in the interview later. Oh God! <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I tell you what, let's keep going because you you are Steiner was on to something later on. But uh, let me go to I, I got to go to it because these two are just hilarious to me. Um. Ricky Santana defeats Bob Riddle. I don't have anything from that. I'm going to assume neither one of you do as well. No. You don't have anything. There was all kinds of letters and calls into the studio after last week's match. Yeah. <laughs> sure there was. I do right, have to keep... play something from these two. Uh, the Jive Tones, meaning these two. Here it is. Jive Tones are with us. <laughs> oh, I'd just like everybody to know that we're all talking about the most prestigious, that's right, the most prestigious wrestling event ever. That's right. The Senior Cup, the Jim Crockett Cup, that's going to be held, that's right, in Greenville, South Carolina, and the finals in Greensboro. And I'm going to tell everybody around there that we know that the top teams in wrestling today are vying for a position so that they can become the champions. I tell you what, a million dollars look good. Woo! I do mean look good with the Jive Tones because you know what? Jive Tones like myself, we don't do them to hang around stars and I do mean the limelight of stars. So when we take that million and go party down, I'm gonna tell everybody out there that my man right here, Tiger Conway Jr. is gonna be leading the way. Wait tell him, Tiger. We gonna invite, what's her name? Whitney Houston. She coming to our party. Whitney Houston. That's one of them. Jody Watley. That's another one. Get ready. Greensboro or Greenville, South Carolina. The Crockett Cup. Hey, Dusty Rhodes, Lex Luger. 
He's getting lost. Yeah. Ricky Santana. Yeah. <laughs> Shane Douglas. The Road Warriors. You think we worried about them? <laughs> a million dollars? I it's know ready. what they'll do. It they're going to kill dance. somebody for that kind of money. We're going to be ready, and we're coming your way. Might be you. Hey, ain't going to be us because we got something in stoke for them, David. Haven't you been checking us out? We've been getting down like only the Jive Jones can do it. <laughs> and I tell you what, we still got something else to show you. And I tell you what, Rhodes, get up on some yeah, of this. Y'all get them teams together and get up <laughs> on this. <laughs> All right, Tony's got something to tell you, so let's go to Tony. Okay. Uh, I had to play. They're going to be partying yeah. with Whitney Houston and Jody Watley. Harper, you got anything else from them, too? I would love to see those two go into Essence Festival dressed exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh, I would pay to see that shit. Man, you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lance, you got anything? Man, salute to whoever invented cummerbunds. Man, they make every fat guy feel good when they wear a tuxedo, which just kind of covers the front. I think I could uh, pull off that uh, no shirt with a jacket and cummerbund. I may no need problem. to work on that. <laughs> Who's that other woman, Jody? Who? Jody, Jody Watley. Watley. You don't remember Jody Watley? Uh-uh. Yeah, she was, she was a singer, too. Give uh -uh. us a couple of bars, Mike. No, I'm not giving a couple of bars, but... Yeah, Jody Watley was a singer. So they, they, they were going to be partying with Whitney Houston and Jody Watley. They were making sure they uh, catered to their demographic when they pointed those two out. <laughs> yeah, I won tickets to see Whitney Houston right here at this time. Yeah? For like a radio? Uh... Yeah, I'm selling magazines at the school or some bullshit. No, yeah, something like that. Yeah, something. I sold a few magazines and got an entry and won those tickets. But uh, Did you I go? Definitely... I did go. I didn't have a chick to take, man. Loser. Fucking loser at the time. That was yeah, before 93. <laughs> Somewhere between 88 and 93, I did okay. <laughs> he didn't see Top Gun. He didn't see Gremlins when he came out. No. But I saw Whitney Houston with Kenny G opening. Good fucking grief. God. <laughs> I've seen worse. I've seen plenty worse, man. Well... Speaking of worse, we will uh, keep going. Uh, Jim Crockett announces that Jim Garvin will face Mike Rotunda for the world TV title later today. And then we get uh, Luger, who defeats Dale LaPerouche right here. And then they go straight from that to Jimmy Garvin cutting a promo. And Garvin talks about subbing for Shane Douglas, who isn't here. Shane was supposed to have a shot at the world TV title, but since he isn't here, Garvin is filling in. Uh, I'm going to stop right there. Harper, did you have anything from any of the last three things I said? No. Lance, you? Don't you want to talk about Dale, Lu Dale Luperus? I mean, he's uh -oh. a L Louisiana guy. They were fucking with him about he Ross said he needed to eat more gumbo. <laughs> um, he's not the he's, total package. He's definitely not the total package. I know he, we've done a bunch of his matches before. Um, I really didn't. I don't know if I really realized where he was from. I assumed with the name, uh, that's where he was from. But uh, I, yeah, he is a. Uh, He's a slim little fella, and uh, he's playing the role role of the enhancement talent uh, quite well, if you ask me. So yeah, uh, he bumps. Yeah, I mean, he bumps yeah. good. He does, he doesn't look like he's out of place like some right. of these uh, jabronis they have in there who don't even literally know how to bump. We've seen it over the years, right, Hopper? Yes. You know, Garvin and Sunshine for forty seven years they've been married up to to this point in time, two thousand nineteen. Forty seven years. That's that's a beautiful thing. 
freaking insane. And so she she you know stays a talent eighty three through eighty eight. So y'all are gonna see her you know the rest of the year, and then she'll be gone like four years and come back real quick when it's the Hayes and Garvin Freebirds. But uh, yep. her I girls are probably. I remember Her girls are starting back. to be teenagers by now and stuff. Because she had the one girl, like, right, that's why she came out, 83 so, to 88. So her kids are getting older. Want to stay at home. Shit. Actually, Lance. I think she looks pretty good. Actually, Precious, I think it, it, this is actually the best I see Precious look, I think, through all the years. Whoa. Oh. I'm going to say that's that. Nice, Lance. I mean, you I know, think it is. Just, I'm, I'm pretty hard on her all my life. I've, I've been pretty hard on Precious. Yeah, yeah. As, we know. You like Sunshine over Precious, which I don't get, but go ahead. I don't know. No, sunshine. You know, I don't know. It, it, I, I changed my tune a lot. I, of course, I like Missy better than all of them, but uh, that, back in the day. <laughs> That's back in the day. Yeah, okay. <laughs> qualifying that, aren't you? <laughs> well, I haven't seen Sunshine. I may still pick Missy over Sunshine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, I do. I think I think Precious looks, you know, nice. she definitely looks 1988 right here with that yeah. hair kind of boofed up. She, she should have done it a little higher up, like kind of the Mesquite, Texas look with the with the hairspray, if you know what mesquite here, that's a joke. Anyways, I'm throwing that out. If any, but any I, local people understand what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> I always thought she was so much better than Sunshine, but, you know, that's just me. Sunshine <sighs> Sunshine just didn't do it for me back in the day. I, I mean, you know, and I, I – I, Harper, you want to talk about what Lance used to whack off to? Sunshine. What? Oh, Jesus Christ. <sighs> I don't even know if I – I mean, probably took off the fucking any one of them. <laughs> uh how many people no no comments yeah. <laughs> no comment. it's open airwaves um all right let's keep moving uh garvin is out there again we talk about he's, he's basically talking about something for douglas right after that though i gotta go to it hold on where are we at in this thing um yeah let's go to it so rick orasi and randy hogan get, randy hogan yeah get beat down by the powers of pain which is expected randy hogan we talked about this a couple weeks back, Hopper. This guy is such a, he looks like such a clown. I mean, it's, it's yeah, hard to, hair. it's hard to, the hair, the stash, everything. Uh, if you're watching on Patreon, that is actually Rick Rossi getting his tail kicked, but he's about to tag Hogan in at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Hopper, any other thoughts on Hogan, Randy Hogan right here? I mean, look at him. He looks like a fucking cartoon character. Like, so fucking know who he looks like? The grandpa from fucking Willy Wonka. Nice. That is on target. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> a younger version of him with a receding hairline. Yeah. This he'd been pathetic. he'd been wrestling since eighty one, and y'all just uh, started seeing him a few weeks ago on here. And yeah. uh, you know he's gonna he's gonna uh, later on he's gonna go uh, to WWF, and they're gonna you know he's gonna shave his mustache in WWF and be the jobber, but he's gonna go by the name Scott Colton, which is you know is uh, Colt Cabana's real name. That's kind of funny. And then go Weird. back to WCW in ninety four, regrow the mustache. But right here it looks like they're sending a message. They just beat the shit out of him at the end. They give him a you know a couple of big moves at the end. Yeah. And stuff like we're sending a message. We could beat Hogan's ass, you know. We're the real because it's war. It's war between those two groups right now, you know. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. really going up against each other. And they did the same thing a couple of weeks back when they, or the last few times we've seen it when they've we've whooped his ass. So agreed. Um. So again, they they powers of pain win. They then have a powers of pain promo with Paul Jones. I don't have anything from it. Hopper, did you? No. Just right. dude. 
What belts are those that they have? Exactly. Six man. Exactly. I oh. To, I had to look it up. I couldn't remember what the hell they had. Yeah. I, was going, I thought they were world champions, and then Arn and Tully come out later with the belts. Right. The what the fuck is this? Yeah. All right, man. Here's the question. What is – we're going to TV trivia right now. What was Penny's real name on Good Times? Oh, what Penny's a nickname? I couldn't tell you. And tell me, even just tell me what her name was before she was adopted. So she was adopted by Walona. What was Walona's last name? Remember that? No. Lance. You, Woods. I thought y'all were good times experts. We, we tuned in to that, but I mean, that's like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I thought y'all knew stuff. Layoff, good no, time. I mean, that's, that's too deep a trivia. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, man. So give us an answer. Down. Oh, sure. Millicent. Like, you know, Millicent, nicknamed Penny. Okay. That is her I, name I, and stuff. And it, no well, uh, all right, man. You know who played her mom on there? That's who played y'all the two of making me mad. Y'all talking about y'all didn't know what titles that was. It clearly says right there, World Six t- Man. Where? <laughs> oh. I was taking notes, man. Yeah. No, I, believe me, I know. I do that all the time, and people will tweet me and go, "How did you miss such and such?" I was like, "Man, I got on my computer. I got the the the, the screen open with the, the show on one side. I got the notes on the other side. I I, I miss things all the time when I'm taking notes. So all uh, right, I Harper, I'll ask one more question. Let me ask Harper one more question. Uh, Did you think Elizabeth Montgomery looked hotter as you got older on Bewitched? As you got older, the mom. Yeah, yeah, main the main chick on Bewitched, the main lady. I mean, I mean, I'll knock it out. Yeah, I mean, when she when I got older, I was like, holy cow, she's pretty hot. When she, when I was a kid, I wasn't thinking about her that way at all. <laughs> Man, I always he, would knock, he would knock her out. <laughs> I mean, the, the the fucking chick from I Dream of Jeannie was always hot. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. Fuck. Oh my gosh, yeah. Incredible and stuff. Mm. But, and okay, here's one more on that Bewitched. I think the second Darren looks like he would be more able to catch <laughs> catch her in real life than the first Darren. I don't. I don't remember that second. You know, he's kind of thin. The the second Darren was real thin looking. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of yeah. goofy looking. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he, but he was always, you know, dressed in '70s stuff, you know, late '60s. That uh, that look, kind of that Austin Powers kind of pastel look, kind yeah. of stuff. <laughs> anyway, all right. You know what? Uh, what I was saying was Penny on Good Times. Her mom, the mom that was the abusive mom that uh, used to burn her with the iron. The when they, right before she got adopted, that was played by Tootie's mom. From Facts of Life. What? God. Yeah, Chip, her name is Chip Fields. And so it's Tootie. Kim Fields' mom played that role. And, her uh, real so mom? Her, Kim Fields' real mom played oh, Penny's wow. mom on Jefferson. And, uh, you know, Penny was, in real life, uh, Kim Fields was about three years younger than than uh, Janet Jackson. So even though she's on some episodes, I, it made me think if she'd been a little older instead of Janet Jackson, it might have been, you know, Tootie playing the, the Penny part. I just uh, it really jumps out at me, but there you go, there you go. Temporarily off. Good uh, times. <laughs> I'm waiting for Harper to hit the, hit the Nell Carter. Ain't we lucky we got him? Harper, you have to give me a break theme song for me before we go to the next segment. Give me a break, I sure deserve it. Nah, nah. Time I made it to the top. Something, yeah, whatever. Well, if you want me to sing it. I mean, yeah. I was going to feed you that. the lines. Give me a break, because I sure need one. Yeah. 
Oh, I always love the man. part when, when she puts the vacuum cleaner in the fish in, tank. In the fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> she got a pay oh. bump when the when the star. You know, she was only the maid, and then the guy died. the The main police chief died. Yeah, she got to run the family. All of a sudden, she's in charge of the family and stuff. I've always wondered oh. that the part with the fish tank. If you did that shit now, Peter would probably bitch. <laughs> Bruh. That's the truth. Can't do nothing. That's the no truth, more. man. You cannot do anything. Uh-uh. Sadly, if you did that nowadays, and if it's not a shop vac of some sort, something might explode in that vacuum as well or <laughs> short out. But anyway, yeah. All right. Let us keep the show moving. Uh, we talked about the powers of pain. Jimmy Garvin is out there against Mike Rotunda for the NWA World TV title. Uh, I tell you what, uh, let me play the end, and then um, I'll let y'all discuss whatever y'all want about the finish. So here is the match finish, uh, last two minutes of it or so, uh, and what goes down. Putting Rotunda into the ropes. Garvin went for an offensive move. Rotunda tried to block it, and now both men back into the ropes. It's Garvin, and Rotunda reverses it. Garvin comes out, a big forearm right to the side of the head. Jimmy Garvin should have him right here. One, two, three, we've got a new champion. We've got a three count. Give me that belt, he's the world television champion. What's Teddy Long doing? Wait a second. Sullivan put Rotunda's foot on the rope. You're right. But we had a three count. We had a three count, and then Sullivan put the man's foot on the rope. The referee is he's calling for it to continue. There's okay. no instant replay, as we know here very well. So, really, we have to continue the match. But, yes, gorgeous Jimmy Garvin to be the world television champion right now. Here we go again. One, two. Whoop. Kevin Sullivan's in. Precious has got Sullivan. Precious is trying to hold Sullivan coming into the ring. And Sullivan was going to kick her in the face. Sullivan went right after pressure after she grabbed the leg, and now as Teddy Long hits the floor very hard, gorgeous Jimmy Garvin goes after Kevin Sullivan, and there you see in the background Rick Steiner. He's got that coat hanger. He put a coat hanger around Garvin. We've seen that before. He's trying to choke the life out of Jimmy Garvin. And We've seen it happen to others, and it's happened to Garvin right here. And Jimmy Garvin needs some help very quickly right now because that coat hanger is so dead. Jimmy Garvin's out. Ricky Santana he is out. Jimmy Garvin is out cold. And that coat hanger is just choking, just choking Jimmy Garvin. The coat hanger. Chairs are flying, the fans are up out of their seats. And they have choked him down with that coat hanger. And the referee has never seen it on one occasion. Ricky Santana tried to come to help. But Sullivan with that coat hanger, they're retaining. All right, Lance, I'll throw it to you. I mean, we just heard what went down. So uh, Rotunda retains, but, uh, you know, shenanigans at the end. What you got? You know, Ross during the match, he's like, you know, I talked to Precious during the uh, commercials. She's such a nice girl. It's just she's just so out of place while Sullivan's so scary. And I'm thinking, wait, she spent the last five years spraying the hairspray in people's eyes and shit like that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they're building it up. You know, Sullivan now wearing kind of that uh, that leather mask again. You know, all of a sudden he's back to being this pure evil guy because when he was trying to recruit uh Rotundo, you know, he kind of calmed down a little bit, you know, he wasn't, you know, trying to, now he's back to being, you know, Mr. Evil and all that, his Florida type uh, gimmick. Oh, yeah, definitely. Harbor, what'd you have from it? I'm thinking, oh, shit, he won. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, he didn't. <laughs> right. Yeah. It. I mean, I knew it was coming because we got what's coming yeah. up in the clash, but yeah, I mean, Choking him with the wire. That's not going on today. Hell no. No. 
Yeah, we talked about that last week. We talked about you. I mean, that's basically attempted murder. You know, right? Um, not sure <laughs> if they're gonna let that fly. So yeah, I am with you. Um, so after all that, Rotunda does retain. Uh, keep you know, stay tuned because more to come for from those two. Uh, JJ Dillon does come out. He promotes a bunch of upcoming events along with uh, Sting and Flair wrestling each other. But I don't have anything else from it. Lance, did you? No, he's just an info commercial they've thrown out there. they got so many guys in the back. Well, you go back out there by yourself. It's different from going back out there with Flair. So, yeah, they do a great job of pushing everything. Right. they got a lot totally. coming up. Shit, man. They're yeah, doing stuff every day. They, yeah. got, they got the Crockett Cup coming. they got the Clash coming in two weeks. The Crockett Cup's next month. A lot going on, a lot going down. Hopper, do you have anything from JJ right there? No, he's just a commercial. It's Come basically. Come out and see. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Two and a half. All right. Yeah, pretty. I mean, pretty much. That, that's exactly what it was. So after that, though, they go to Arn and Tully, who defeat Steve Atkinson and Dave Spearman. Hopper, anything from that? No. They 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 just worked the fucking hold, and uh, yeah, they worked his arm. Lance, what you got? No, nah, they were just yeah, they were just you know pushing their aggressiveness, really hardcore. They certainly were. So then, after Arn and Tully defeat Steve Atkinson and Dave Spearman, we do get a promo, and it's Arn, Tully, and J.J. And, um, God, Arn Anderson's great. Here it is. They're number one. They're the world tag team champions. Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard. You know, David Crockett, everybody out there, they know baseball players have spring training. You have football teams. They got mini camps they go to to hone their skills. Well, that's exactly what that match was. We could have took those guys and beat them in 30 seconds, two minutes, but J.J. wanted us to play with them a little bit, to hone our skills. That's something that Luger, you, Wyndham, all the rest of the tag teams don't do. You don't hone the skills. You don't master your craft. That's why we are the horsemen. That's why we can come out here week in and week out and parade these, because we have mastered our craft. We hone our skills. And we honed them a little bit better. You saw two guys trying to make a name for themselves coming out here on TBS, the Superstation, against Arn and myself, the world's tag team champions, and we took them apart like so many nuts and bolts. Arn? I couldn't have said it better, but David Crockett, first of all, we are proud to represent the NWA. We're proud, second of all, maybe even first of all, to represent your company. I'm talking Jim Crockett Promotions. By being the world tag team champions in various states, very easily, we are the best at what we do. You didn't hear any music. You didn't see any face paint. You don't see any glitter. What you see is plain boots and plain tots. And what you also saw was plain wrestling, which is on the marquee. These days, our business gets glamorized by different aspects and different people. There's some of them like to call it showbiz. A lot of people like to think they're stars. I'm telling you myself, Ric Flair, James J. Dillon, Know that stars are in the sky and stars are in Hollywood. What we are as professional athletes. And every time we come to a building, you got to know. Your brothers got to know. Those people that have watched us for a lot of years got to know. That's the reason they keep coming back. And last but not least, we got to know that whether we're sick, whether we're hurting a little bit, whether we got problems at home or we had problems making our plane, that we give you 110% because that's what you pay for. And regardless of what you think, Luger, these people that buy these tickets don't pay our salary. His brother and he does, and they pay us real well because we're worth every nickel. 
Now when you look in these eyes and you look at that match that just take place, you see a little Anderson fire coming back because that's my roots. I was learned it, I was taught the old way. It is take a body part and render it useless. And my friend, a three-legged table is worth nothing to anybody. So in the Crockett Cup, that 28 arm of yours, Luger, can be just as useless as the one we just showed you. We are the best. We are the horsemen. That's right, and they are the world tag team champions. Let's go to the ring. Um, aren't getting my Rolex, but I, yeah. I guess I shouldn't spoil it. <laughs> Offer, uh, he should thoughts? get 10 Rolexes. Holy shit. You don't see any face paint glitter. You see plain trunks and boots. The name on the marquee says professional wrestling. We're professional athletes. I, I, I mean, damn. That's I, it. Matter of fact and on point. What you got, Hopper? That's it. I mean... I said a million times. Why do you say that's not true? Bruh. That was solid. Oh. Uh, Lance, you got anything from it? Well, you know, so, you know, social media canonizes Arn as the greatest thing in the world. So I guess I'm not going to say anything mean. I just, I, I mean, it's the same thing. It's always great and stuff. It's just, you know, it's not, you know, I wasn't the big guy that wanted to hear them all the time. You know, I like hearing Flair by himself. But, you know, it's kind of, to me, it's just repetitive all the time. And, I, you know, I know he's fantastic, and I'm not big on Tully either. Uh, you know, I, Arn's fine, and I watched him a lot, and I got into some of his matches and stuff. And I'm a match guy. You know, these these interviews weren't my thing back in the day and stuff, especially the, these info commercial uh, shows. But, you know, it's it's refreshing because I haven't seen him in a million years. But I don't mind. You know, everybody talks about my, my boy Sting and talks like that. I just get tired of Anderson. I'm sorry. Uh, let me apologize. Ooh, I'll apologize for it. I'm saying it right here. I get tired of Arn Anderson. I'm saying Why? it. Why? I, I mean, I just see the same shit all heel. the time. I'm sorry. I don't care. I, let me get, let it, uh, whatever. I get tired of Arn Anderson. I mean, I know. No. There you Holy go. Holy shit. Whatever. Shit just went let the shit heel. show start. <laughs> oh, my God. There you what go. Asshole. Hey, hey, there you go. <laughs> God. Oh, Lance. That's your, that's your people. The, the subscription rate, rate to the world-class show just plummeted. <laughs> I'm messing with you, man. I'm not worried. I just, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, he's great at that, but I, I just, yeah. No, it is professional wrestling. That's right. You know what professional wrestling is? It's what? colorful. It's colorful and stuff and not, you know. That's see, it. I think you're... I, I don't want to see, you know, Dash and Dawson. They don't, you know, I'm just not into them either. You know, I know everybody, oh, they're great wrestlers, this and that, you know. It's, you know, you got everybody's Holy got their taste. Shit. There you go. Shock you. You Nuclear didn't think that was coming, heat. did you? Nope. Um, I need you all to direct all correspondence to at SMU Heavyweight on Twitter. Do not include Mike 504 Saints in your hate mail to uh, Mr. Lance Peterson. No, I'm just Fine. playing. Hey, no, no, no. Let me say this. The great part about this is if we all agreed all the time, we just sound like a bunch of blowhards just uh, jerking each other off and blowing each other. So uh, I just didn't want to fake go. it another week, okay? That's nice. <laughs> I just didn't want to fake it, you know, and say, oh, yeah, they're saying he's, uh, you know, it, it, and there's nothing wrong with him. And I know how great all this, everything everybody says all the time. I listen to it all the time. But there you go. So a serious question. Whenever I disagree with someone, I got to ask them. 
you is it that you just think he repeats himself what it is about what he says yeah I, I, it's just all the storytelling i mean it seems like i've heard it a lot uh, you know the storytelling and all that over and over and over um you know i took flares on a different tier uh always to me and stuff he can make things seem important and uh you know i just i just get tired of him I, that's really it. I guess, you know, I'm not putting him down. I know he'd do great. I know, you know, I watched all the stuff and all through Nitro. And I, I mean, I've watched him since 83. I mean, I was there right when he first came in with Ellering and all that and stuff. Um, you know, it just, I'm just tired of listening to him. <laughs> there you the go. Fuck? There you go. Damn. I'm sorry. Bring the whole show down, man. But I'm just being honest on that i gotta say you know because i like sting and i like luger you know i'm just saying what i really like you know there i am <laughs> no I, I appreciate the honesty i mean you know I'd, I'd rather you be honest than than not you know so i just i'm just saying i just you know i could do without listening to him um because i never you know i that horseman era well, that was great and stuff and and the matches are great i just you know all the interviews i yeah, boy look at look at just digging myself in a hole Look at look at Steiner. Bro, look at that. Gary, Gary. That guy's having He's a fucking Me Too moment, right? <laughs> He's having a Me Too moment. Okay, first off, so I'm gonna pause Bro, it look, right look, there. Look, okay, I'm gonna pause it right there. <laughs> He's messing with his cock. But then I want you, I want y'all to watch Steiner look at the camera and he's laughing. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Look at Steiner, he's laughing. Look at Steiner <laughs> laughing That's at him. Sullivan tries, you crazy motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a rib, it's a rib. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so I paused it, but uh, Lance, now that you just went full heel and the doctor. I'm a tweener. I don't know about your being a tweener after this week. Just Arn Anderson. It's just Arn Anderson I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anything from Steiner punishing and stretching Gary Royal, Lance? Uh, Yeah, Ross is busting on them wearing their letter jackets. Why would you wear your letter jackets out here and stuff like that? It's wild and stuff. That's great. Oh, they said when the match started, they said, uh, haven't we seen enough of these guys already? You know, (laughs) pretty wild. Nothing you'd see today. They are. I love the Varsity Club as we're going to get ready to play it. But, yeah, this was, man, he beat the hell out of this poor sap. Uh, Harper, what did you have from it? They fucked this guy up, man. It was great. Yeah. You know, you gotta junk. Dude, he, he grabbed that dude's junk and then looked at the camera and laughed. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> nice. Let's go to the Varsity Club. This is after Steiner uh, just defeated. Steiner, him. watch this. This is great. Yeah. Games master. I have to say, women, you're repulsive, you and your guys. You know, you look at Steiner, and I watched him, he loves to tie people up like a pretzel I heard, all right? When he, Why didn't he wrestle Ron Garvin and try it? He could do it to anybody. When he does that, I get goose pimples about this big. You know, I hear all the great champions from the NWA talking, but when they start talking about the Varsity Club, I bet there's a run on sleepies at the drugstore because nobody's sleeping too good. <laughs> 
You understand? And I don't care who they are, if they're driving limousines, walking around with tennis rackets, or if they died on danger and stacked on death because these guys eat lightning bolts and burp thunder. You say, <laughs> the reason, the reason the Varsity Club is here is twofold. First of all, Jimmy Garvin. Jimmy Garvin, you never had a better time in your life than when you hung out with me. Do you want me to remind you about Singapore when we went down Boogie Street? Huh? And I paid all that money for you? Well, this happens to be the greatest world TV champion of all times, and a lot of people have held that belt. Hey, I'm, I'm more You are. Than you. Shut up. Hey, shut up, dog. Both of you shut You shut up. You see, they're fired up because the Crockett Cup is coming. And Dusty, let's not mince words anymore. I'm here for one reason, and you're trying to go around the corner. You see, Dusty Rhodes, one time I tried to reach out and believe there was an American dream. I was like them, impressionable young men. Well, there's nothing real about American dream. There is no American dream. You see, the harsh reality is all these people sitting out there and all these people sitting at home don't like the woman they're with, don't have money enough to pay for the cars, and it's all over. You gotta take what you want. We'll see you next week. Okay, I, I got to go back before we start talking, <laughs> because at one point, Sullivan says something about Singapore. Yeah. And, and I need y'all to listen to, to Steiner real closely. Watch him. He goes, boy, yo, 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 yo. so I'm, I'm going to play it. I think this is it. I'm going to play it. I just need y'all to pay close attention. A better time in your life than when you hung out with me. Do you want me to remind you about Singapore when we went down Boogie Street? Huh? And I paid all that money for you? Well, this happens to be the greatest you about Singapore when we went down Boogie Street? Huh? And I paid all that money for you? Well, this happens to be... Did you catch it the first time, Lance? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy yeah. fuck. Uh, Lance, what are your thoughts on these three here? Back in the day, uh, that's a great way to end it, you know. I, and then fucking around the back, I always liked that rivalry shit that they were pulling there because I like Steiner so much and stuff. And I don't mind uh, Rotundo here. I was glad to see him after years watching him in the magazines and just him looking so nothing. And I was happy for all this. I'm, I just think it's great. Yeah, I agree, Harper. What do you have from this? They're funny, dude. They are, they are so stupid. It's great. <laughs> I mean, just if you just watch Steiner the whole time, <laughs> it's it's like this. It's like is he seeing things? And then when 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 Sullivan hit that line, it's Singapore, and he goes Singapore. Hi <laughs> hi What the hell? That's messed up, man. Anyway, uh, I just had to bring that up. So. Yeah, Sullivan, when he started talking about Singapore, I was waiting for him to go, what do you think they do to monkeys in Malaysia? Uh, but he didn't hit that line. All right, let's 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 uh, it's time to hand out some Rolexes. I already said I, I got to give mine to Arn. Lance over there is 
just yeah. made a heel turn. Who are you giving your Rolex to, Lance? Uh, Cornette, without a doubt, with a special mention of Flair, but Cornette's the man. Now, that was quite fabulous from Cornette. I do have to say so myself. Harper, who are you going to give yours to? It's got to be double A, God damn it. Shit, he needs the help today, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell happened to Lance this week, man? I know, huh? It's just one guy. Do I have to love them all? Jesus. Oh, my God. I mean, can you imagine, Doc, can you, Doc, Harper, can you imagine Doc next week when we tell him what Lance said about double A? I'm going to call him up right now. I'm here. He's he I'm is here. going to shit bricks. The whole episode. He's going to bury you, Lance. We're just warning you. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's, I, I, he's I, I, Harper will help. I know. And Harper's in <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to start the yeah. episode. He not will. He'll, he'll start the episode pretty bad. You're, you're not lying there. I'm not worried. Oh, so, Harper, you're giving yours to Arn. I'm giving mine to Arn. Uh, yeah. Lance gives his to Cornette. Uh, for, for a reminder, this is what Cornette said that earned him the Rolex. As a matter of fact, Mother told me to stay away from coffee because it's bad for your complexion, too. Let's talk about this Shane Douglas and Ricky Santana. They're an upcoming team. Heard they were going to be at the Crockett Cup. Well, Ricky Santana, hey, let me just say this. I have nothing against Mexican people, even if they did attack our brave forefathers at the Alamo. You want to know why only 5,000 Mexicans attacked the Alamo? Sure, I want to know. They only had one pickup truck. But Shane Douglas and Ricky Santana, they're nothing, man. And the it's nice. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lance, what are you going to rate this episode? Oh, yeah. Um... I didn't think about that, but oh, I'm gonna give I'm giving it an A. It's fine. I think they're pushing, uh, doing great and stuff. I, you know, we got a, two shows. It's hard to push, and they're pushing two shows at the same time: the Clash and the uh, the Crockett Cup and stuff. And that's probably why I was mixed up on it and stuff. You know, I knew I, I didn't think Sting was gonna win the Clash, so I probably watched WrestleMania instead. Well, don't spoil it, Lance. Jesus, I I remember. I'm just remembering. See, if um, I didn't remember so well, I'd like I'd like Arn better. Hopper, what are you going to rate it? I gave it a B, the solid B. Really? Yeah. What's wrong What's with that? Not? I just thought Fine. you'd give it a little bit higher. We had some really good promos here. I figured you'd give it a little bit higher. That's all. Yeah, I mean, I, you can't give them all A's, man. That's a fucking rookie score. I thought y'all did. I, y'all, y'all always give A's. <laughs> but I thought this wasn't I did think y'all always gave A's out a lot. No. Easily gave out A's. That's what I thought. We give out a lot of B pluses, I'd say. Yeah. Maybe some A minuses, but uh everything's not always A every week. I mean, we try to grade it against eighty-eight, eighty-seven, eighty-five. We we graded against the standard back then. Now if you ask me if you say, Well, grade it on what you're gonna see this week, I'm gonna grade it an A every time. Every A plus. <laughs> but yeah. you know, and what I say by this week, I mean present day. It's not me burying present day, it's just look at Stan hit the wiggle right there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> giving the ladies what they want. There, there he goes. Watch him, Hopper. Look at him. Look at him. He comes. What's up, girl? <laughs> <laughs> In that move, I love it. So anyway, uh, old Stanfield there. Ah, uh, yeah. If we're gonna grade it by today's standards and what you'd see on Raw and SmackDown, I, I'd give it an A plus every week. But we're grading it by back then standards. I still gotta give it an A, man. I, I thought this was a a very good week of pro wrestling. So. Uh, in on Saturday night, and I'll, I'll leave it at that. All right, like I said, I want to remind everyone before we get out of here, make sure you uh, well, consider signing up and becoming a patron. It's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. It is a great way to support this show uh, to, and to get extra content. We drop a few shows a week, obviously, 
free. And then Lance and I do the world class shows. We got the ECW bottom. Uh, we got the ECW cast, the extreme live cast going right now at the $5 tier. Plus also we've got a bunch of other stuff at the $5 tier, including the next uh, clash of champions. Well, I say next one, but it'll be the first one that's coming up in just a couple of weeks. We're only two weeks away from it at this point. So uh, that'll be up on the $5 tier along with the ECW shows. And all the request shows that we're getting from the those at our uh, Hall of Fame level and above. So there you go. Again, become a patron. It's tinyurl.com slash BTT. And don't forget, Prime Day is July 15th and 16th. Uh, go to tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Enjoy all those savings. And again, even if you're just using Amazon anytime, please use that link because it is a great way to support this show. Tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Want to shout out a couple of our friends out there that do podcasts. First off, check out the wrestling podcast about nothing with Ring of Honor's Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett. They do their show every single Monday. Classic and current stuff and stuff you'll enjoy, obviously, about ROH along with the classic stuff as well. They drop on Mondays. Just search wrestling podcast about nothing wherever you get your podcast from. And then shout out to our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn as they give their take on the northern side of pro wrestling history. Slightly classier and definitely more professional than us. Uh, but thanks Quinn for and Joe for all your plugs. Please give those show those two shows a listen. They support us, so please support them. Lance, what else you got before we hit the uh, go home cue? As Steve Austin always says. All right, man goes into a bar, sees a guy at the uh, at the bar sitting there with a twelve inch lighter, and he goes up to the guy and's like, "Where'd you get that?" He says, "Well, I got this magic lamp right here. You just got to rub it, and uh, Genie will give you a wish." So he rubs it and gets. The genie comes out, and he says, well, what do you want? And he says, I want a million bucks. And a minute later, just thousands of ducks start coming into this bar. It's just thousands of ducks. He turns to the guy, and he said, what's, what's the deal? What went wrong? And he said, well, you didn't think I asked for a 12-inch Bic, did you? Anyways, that's a lighter. <laughs> I'll give you one more. Uh, what did the soggy boob say to the other soggy boob? A uh, saggy boob, sorry, saggy boob. Say to the other saggy boob. If we don't get if we don't get some support, people I think we're nuts. Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> I'm keeping them at that level. I'm keeping them at that level right there and stuff. And everyone remember, it's just Arn Anderson, okay? Holy shit. <laughs> what the hell? Nuclear heat, man. We, uh, we, we open the wow. shoots. Whatever. Nuclear. Hey. You know, if I thought of that earlier, you know, I probably would have thought, eh, maybe I won't say that. But that's what I was say- thinking during the promo. What you hey. got, Harvard? Yeah. Why did Mickey Mouse divorce Minnie Mouse? Why? Because she was fucking goofy. <laughs> God, I heard that one 30 years hey, ago. Hey, what, what are you wearing at ringside there at the shows there? Are you a fraternity brother? Seriously. Oh. What do you, what do you, what's your ring gear, that green stuff you wear? That's my Letterman jacket. Oh, it is a letter jacket. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, when I played at Delgado. I never get a good shot of it in the pictures. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, my Letterman's jacket. Fins up, dog. Go Dolphins. Dolphins. Jesus Christ, help us. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, with those canary pants and those shoes. Jesus Christ, his feet hurt so bad when he's done that <laughs> night. It's not even funny. Yeah, those shoes suck. <laughs> oh, what is what shoes? Seriously, what? I don't know. They're what from are you Steppen wearing? Style. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying so. Oh, okay, okay. You, like did you really get those from Steppen Style? Yeah, I got them from Steppen Style. <laughs> Everything I'm wearing there came from Steppen Style. 
tell the people again. tell the people what stepping style is stepping style it's uh, uh how would you say it and uh an urban <laughs> clothing store where they sell like purple suits and and shit like that which one do you go to hopper the only one I know of is the one in Algiers. And when I drive down there for work, I always pull in here real, real, because I got like other shit coming out. And I always see if they got the right pants or the right shoes, the right socks. That's the only place I could buy those socks at, man. I fucking lost those socks. And I was like, fuck. Stepping style is all. I thought there was another one. Maybe there was before Katrina. I don't know why I'm thinking there was another one. but I know they had one on the West Bank. I don't know if it's still there. Okay, maybe maybe that's what I'm thinking. But um so I can see your your ass walking in the stepping yeah. style. Ah. Hey, you know what's messed up? But I, I think it's I think it's owned by uh Arabs cuz that's who works in there. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. I thought All I right. was <laughs> And on that note, you are a trip hopper. That's where the job tones would chop. That's where the job tone. You are absolutely correct. All right, uh, Lance, um, you got anything before we get out of here? No, I'm done. Hopper, if you don't have nothing, uh, you know what to do. Hit the tagline and uh, get us home. Book it, bitch. Everybody, before we get out of here, I want to give a special thanks to all of our patrons out there. And I want to remind everyone, if you're not a patron, remember, it's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. I talk about a couple of different tiers as, per, as it pertains to the patron level stuff. But here's the main thing to remember. At $2, you basically get almost anything, which is all the world-class shows, the pre-shows, 
um, you know, the, the video reviews that we do that I post. So all that goes up at the $2 tier. The one thing that's different that goes up at the $5 tier is when you're a BTT Hall of Famer for more than a year, we do reviewer request episodes for folks. So like we've done Continental, we've done an ECW episode, we did an AWA episode. I've got another episode I'm going to get ready to do uh, soon. Um, I mean, we've done a bunch. We've done, I'm naming three, but we've done a bunch of different of these request episodes. So those are at the $5 tier. So it's basically about two a month to go up at the $5 tier. Plus also at the $5 tier, you get the Jim Crocker Promotions pay-per-views along with the Clash of Champions. So there you go. The the special events with the pay-per-views and the clashes all go up there. And then if there's anything extra we do outside of like world class in the pre in the pre-show stuff that we drop at the $2 tier, that also goes at a $5 tier. Also, $5 tier, you get the new ECW live cast with Mike Peru and JV. And those guys are doing a great job with early ECW at the $5 tier. So really good stuff. All in all, put it this way. If you become a patron, um, yes, you'll get the rewards and you get the extra shows. But the main thing is, I can't tell you how much time we all put into BTT each and every week, whether it's myself, Lance, Doc, Harper. We all put a tremendous amount of time, whether it's just watching, taking notes and recording and then producing the shows. So if you're a patron, we appreciate it. And as a reward, that's why we're doing extra shows and things that uh, hopefully entice you to uh, enjoy your patronage and remain a patron for many, many years to come. As I'm talking about patrons, I do want to say, you know, we don't have sponsors. We don't run ads on this show. So if you're a patron, we appreciate it because trust me, that money goes towards this show and its sustainability. That said, I want to give a special shout out to the Hall of Fame patrons out there. Bob Richards, Rocky Swayzo, Christopher Champer, Will Harkey, Robbie Dyson, Rick Beebe, Brad Dunyfen, Tom Schlegel, Coach Joey Chase, a.k.a. Willie Chase, Steve Malbasa, LaRon Brown, Kenny Byersdorf, Glenn Abbott, who is at GA WrestleNut on Twitter, Bobby Murray, Marlon Mueller, a.k.a. Half Pints Point, keep cutting those promos, kid, Josh Warren, Everett Starr, Mike Childry, Kyle Riley, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, The Great John Dean, at YRC21, Josh Dunn, at Ryan and Auburn, Good Old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Arecci, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, Slider91 US, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageant, Bill Salsa, Big Rich, at Spy Boy Sports Cap, Ari Miller 39, Jay Shiny 21, Ruben Espinosa, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Bounding, Justin Onescore, Andretti, Coleman 822, Marty Hall, T-Hog 94, and God Bold Unreal. Thanks for being Hall of Fame patrons. And remember, if I owe you a t-shirt and have not gotten to you, the t-shirt comes in the form of a gift card to our Pro Wrestling Tea store. Uh, if you are a patron at the $9 tier for uh, seven months and then you get one every year at the nine dollar tier and then if you're a patron at the twenty dollar level you get a t-shirt every six months or well it comes in the form of pros and t's gift card if you if i have not gotten with you and you feel i owe you and i've missed you please let me know and i will reconcile that asap with that said thank you to all the patrons out there we appreciate it and from mike doc hopper and lance you know what we always say when we get out of here? Book it, bitch.